If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. I'm Kim Azzarelli, and you're listening to Seneca's Conversations on Power and Purpose. I am so delighted to partner with makers on this special six-part series called Keep Going. In this series, we listen to incredible conversations from makers' conferences with a special focus on DEI. The goal is to use these podcasts as a jumping-off point for conversations about DEI in your own organization. Now, I want to give a special thanks to the 2021 Makers Conference sponsors, P&G, PricewaterhouseCoopers, and official wellness sponsor, Lululemon. Now, we launched the Seneca Women Podcast Network about a year ago with founding partner P&G and iHeartRadio with the goal of amplifying the voices of women around the world. You probably know that podcasting is a fast-growing industry with over 50% of podcast listeners being women. But what you may not know is that only 20% of top podcasts are hosted by women. We want to change that. So we're launching dozens of women-focused and women-led podcasts. So if you have a show or you want to collaborate on a show, reach out to us at info at SenecaWomen.com. Now, today we're going to be talking about masculinity and how false narratives about masculinity can have a negative impact on our daily lives and in the workplace. We're going to hear an excerpt of a fascinating conversation between Doug Emhoff, the second gentleman of the United States, that is the husband of Vice President Kamala Harris, and Justin Baldoni, author, filmmaker, and co-founder of Wayfarer Studios. Their discussion took place at the recent Makers Conference. After the excerpt, I'll be talking today with our special guest, Mark Pritchard, Chief Brand Officer for P&G. Over the years, we have been thrilled to work with Mark on game-changing projects. He's going to give us his perspective on masculinity and some practical suggestions for the workplace. But first, let's listen to Justin Baldoni and Doug Emhoff on masculinity. But I want to jump in real quick to, just to masculinity, because obviously I just wrote, I wrote a book about it. I've been thinking a lot about it. And I just want to ask you, has there, just, has there ever been a moment where 
because of our conditioning as men, sometimes we can just fall into learned behavior, right? We've all been socialized um, to think that we got to be the providers, that we got to be the center of attention, right? These are all things that that we're not born with. We're taught this stuff. Was there ever a moment where you just had to shed all that stuff and be like, okay, you know, I was a super successful entertainment lawyer. Like I was the king of the household. And now I've married this badass, powerful woman. And holy crap, she's the vice president. I'm maybe your ego might have told you something. Like I'm not as important. I don't, I'm just curious. What did you wrestle with anything on this journey? It's, it's such a, a great point. And it's such a great thing to be talking about. And it's something I've thought about, especially in getting ready to talk to you. And it it's you know, this whole thing about, you know, manliness and, you know, what it means to be a man. I mean, what is strength? It's, it's to me, it's strong to show someone you love them and show someone you will protect them and provide for them. And it's okay to show it. And it's, uh, but that doesn't mean you're weak. I think that means you're strong. You know, you don't have to talk tough to be tough. And uh, so it's kind of, this didn't just, for me, um, I have a very healthy ego. I'm confident. I, I was successful. And, uh, you know, I have no, I don't lack for any of that. But it's, um, I'm always curious at, at men who have to, you know, thump their chest to, to show, you know, how big they are. That's pretty small to me. Um, you got to be vulnerable. You got to you got to be willing to let people see you who you are, um, so they can trust you. So they know you've you you've have their back, and you're going to be there for them. And that's kind of how I roll. That's how I've always rolled. And it just didn't happen because I met Kamala Harris. It was really uh, it, it, you know put put into my blood and soul by my father and my mother mm, who were mom it's a super strong woman competitive athlete you know she was really just showed me what a strong woman could be and then my dad who just worked his tush off traveled the world was a woman shoe designer so he was in a a field uh, of art and yet he was one of the strongest toughest most self-actualized men i i know and, you know, taught me so much, including the value of hard work and what mm. makes you, you know, part of what makes you who you are is what you can do for your family. Uh, not just by money, though, by love and by care and by, um, you know, being there. What a fascinating conversation. And I am so delighted to welcome our special guest today, Mark Pritchard, Chief Brand Officer for P&G. Mark, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Kim. So why is it important that we eliminate these outdated notions of masculinity that they were just referring to, including in the workplace? Well, the outdated notions of masculinity just don't serve us well anymore. And, you know, one of the most outdated one is this strong, silent type, which, which admittedly, you know, I, I, I really grew up admiring and respecting and thinking that's what it was all about. Um, and, and the problem is, is that that strong silent type um, is, is useful for some situations, but in other situations, if it's the only notion of masculinity, then it can lead to unhealthy behavior. It can lead to this feeling of, of as a man, you need to be the dominant one, the one who's in power, the one who's in charge, the one who 
uh, who, who really needs to take over everything and who has to always have the loudest voice. And, um, and uh, you know, one of, the, one of the worst ones, which is one, the one who can't ever stop and ask for directions when they're lost. <laughs> so, you know, the, that, that notion, though, is, at, at, its, you know, at, its, at its best, which I just described, can be, you know, more of a domineering um, situation. You know, at, at, at the at minimum, if it, it squelches the ability for others to be able to contribute and, and doesn't lead to teamwork. And at worst, it can lead to very unhealthy behavior. It can lead to this this uh, outsized and overcharged expectation as to what um, what you need to do as a man and what men need to do. And that that can lead to mental health problems. Um, but it also can unfortunately lead to bullying and harassment and other and, and other uh, things that are even worse. So, you know, um, the, the new definition of masculinity is to be a real man, is to, to be one who is uh, who is vulnerable, who shows a full range of emotions like every other human hmm. um, and, and to be human and humane and to love and to care and to trust. That notion just brings out the best in everyone, not the least of which is the, the men who choose to, to follow that notion have a much more fulfilling life. So that sounds like the real definition of masculinity. And, and when we see the workplace, how do we bring that definition to the workplace? How do we ensure that our leaders uh, are encouraging that definition of masculinity? What's really important in, in the workplace is to take the time to really recognize biases. And, and, we, and we all grow up with, with bias. I mean, every human on the planet <laughs> uh, has bias. And one of those biases are around these notions of what a man is about and, and what, uh, what a woman is about. And, um, and so one of the things that is important to do in the workplace and one of the things that we do is we just we have, we have training. We, we have training on gender bias and, and we have conversations and we discuss what the expectations should be. And our leaders express the expectations of, of what um, true equality is about. At the, you know, at the end of the day, we, we aspire to live in an equal world. And that equality means equal voices, equal pay equal contributions, equal roles. And, and when, when, when things are equal in the workplace, you get better results and, and you get a, a far more fulfilling uh, work environment. So really it's incumbent upon leaderships to just express those expectations. And then when they see, when, when anyone sees behavior that is inconsistent with those expectations, call it out. It's not enough to, to just stand by and and not do anything and uh when you see behavior that that is inconsistent that 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 demonstrates either any kind of of, of bullying or harassment or um or even talking over people call it out call it out and say you know that that's not right um that starts to then change the environment of the workforce so where do you have a really truly productive and healthy a workplace where everyone contributes. Well, that tone at the top that you're talking about is so, so key. Um, and to see leaders do that, I think makes a huge, huge difference in workplace culture. The other thing that you do so well, and we're so grateful for, 
is how you use your advertising as a force for good. And so how can companies uh, bring this message to the wider world? You know, every company that does uh, any kind of advertising or even communications, which is pretty much every company, <laughs> has, has the opportunity to use their voice as a force for good for gender equality. And, you know, we're the world's largest advertiser or often on the world's largest advertiser. And wh what we recognize is that advertising affects people every day. The images that are in advertising really embed into people's minds and create memories. And those memories then form bias. And, and that because what, what, what you're seeing is how people are portrayed. And how they're portrayed can lead to either a stereotypical portrayal um, or a denigrating or a diminishing portrayal, or it can be an accurate portrayal. Our job is to, to have accurate portrayals. So never stereotyping, never diminishing, never denigrating. So just fundamentally, job one is to make sure all of our advertising accurately portrays women and girls of, of all intersectionalities. Now, when that happens, you can start to eliminate bias just through the everyday images that you see. And then periodically, what you can do and what we do is we, we try to use our voice, use our voice to shine the light on bias or to bring to light an issue that needs to be addressed. For example, many people are familiar with always like a girl that literally changed the meaning of that phrase that is generally perceived as a, uh, that is, that is uh, communicated as, as an insult. Um, and we change the meaning of that phrase to mean amazing things um, versus uh, versus something that's insulting. And people now think about it as as uh, as a positive phrase. Um, and then there's several other things that we've done with uh, with our different brands that just shine the light on bias, shine the light on notions of of um, of masculinity. Even well, we did this with Gillette. We believe where we we focused on the best men can be is be a man who is who is a role model for equality. And, uh, and when you do that, then people start having conversation. And when those conversations then lead to understanding and empathy and then attitude change, and then eventually what, what happens is equality and, and these, these notions of masculinity of what a real man is, they start to become the norm. And that's what we're seeking. Well, we want to thank you for that. Obviously, today we are living in a media storm um, and advertising and media are so integrated into every part of our life. And so the idea that you could use your force for good uh, and, as you said, accurately portray the full range of emotion of men and women, the full range of roles is, is so critical. And we see other companies um, are taking the cue from you. So we, we really thank you for that. You bet. And we'll keep going. Thank you, Mark, for joining us. Thank you, Kim. I get so inspired whenever I talk with Mark Pritchard and what great insights we heard from Doug Emhoff and Justin Baldoni. So the next step is how to bring these ideas to the workplace to address notions of masculinity and equality. Here are three questions to ask yourself. First, do you recognize your own biases? Everybody has them. But have you checked your own thinking to make sure you're not seeing men and women in limiting ways? Two. Are you setting expectations for correct behavior in the workplace? Are you calling out bad behavior so that you can create a healthy environment where everyone contributes? And finally, does your company's advertising send the right message? 
Does it accurately portray women and men? And can it be used as a force for good? Does your advertising and communication strategy ignite the conversation that leads to empathy and equality? Thanks so much for joining us and tune in next Wednesday for another amazing Makers Conversation about how we can all contribute to making progress in the workplace. You're listening to Seneca's Conversations on Power and Purpose, brought to you by the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio with support from founding partner P&G. Listen to Seneca's Conversations on Power and Purpose on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information on Seneca Women, follow us on social media or visit our website at SenecaWomen.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl, go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.